Peace to the City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys, for a football, football Friday. And boy, oh boy, what a weekend we have for football fans. If you're a college football fan and if you're an NFL fan, sit back, relax, and enjoy this star-studded weekend that's about to happen for all football fans. But you can check out Keys to the City at CloverCrestMedia.com for live shows on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch. If you do not get a chance to check out the live shows, you can always check us out streaming at Spotify, Amazon, Google, and iTunes at Keys to the City, as well as Facebook and other social media platforms. But, Ted, we were just talking about it. You just look at the weekend. That is upon us. This week, this I know we haven't talked a lot of college football, but we know the meaning of college football, especially this weekend. It's championship, conference championship game starting tonight in the Pac-12, a huge, huge Pac-12 final between the USC Trojans, win and in, versus the Utah Utes. Like I said, win and in. If USC wins, they'll be punching a ticket to the college football playoff. Their first college football playoff appearance. But we are here talking about the NFL. And this NFL season has been, like I said, every week it's been a almost to-be-determined type week because we do not know what to expect. Every Sunday, Thursday, Monday night football in this NFL season. But then you look at this week. There's been some great matchups. But ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. This is the weekend of weekends in the NFL. You just look at the slate of games. Even last night's game. We all know that Buffalo should have won that game as they did. A more talented team won. But just the matchup standards. You look at the, in the standpoint of the Buffalo Bills fighting for a top Seed in the AFC and hell trying to win a division title again against the New England Patriots, who were above 500 and still is actually. But then you look at Sunday's games, Ted. I mean, the matchups, the star studded matchups. You got an AFC title rematch. You got Deshaun Watson. You know, we'll talk about the games that we're not even caring about. The, you got Deshaun Watson taking on his former team, the Houston Texans. AJ Brown is taking on the Tennessee Titans. You get Mike McDaniels against the San Francisco 49ers. It's just, and you got rivalries, AFC supremacy, conference supremacy. Like, there is so much to discuss with this weekend that it's, it's, we've been talking about make or break, but this is it. We're in December officially, ladies and gentlemen. And now we're here to say that this is the month. This is it. All we've been talking about, there's one more month left of the NFL season, six weeks left to see who is going to be playing for a right for a Super Bowl title. And even hell, Ted. The New York Giants and the New York Jets are playing meaningful football December 2nd. We have meaningful football, so let's start off with that. I know there's a hell of a lot of games to talk about, and we'll get into the matchup that we are most looking forward to. Is it a player-versus-player matchup? How about a coach-versus-coach? Or is it just team-versus-team? We'll give you those answers in just a bit. But, Ted, as you know, we have been Giant fans all our lives. We are New York fans. We talk Giants. We've been talking a hell of a lot of Jets this year, too, because both teams— have been quite the surprise this entire season, but this is it, ladies and gentlemen. All the surprises, all the hurrah and the happy times, that's in the past now. This is go time for both of these franchises because you still got your questions surrounding both of these franchises. But when you look at the matchups, the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders, let's be honest, this is the biggest matchup in both of these franchises at least in the past six years. Specifically the Giants since 2016. Well, you said the... The commanders, 
This is they were in the playoffs a couple two years this ago. This is a big game for them too because you want to say you have a chance. Like I said, that NFC wild card, that six seven spot, is a three team race with the Giants, Commanders, and the Seattle Seahawks, and the New York Jets are also you think fighting. At, huh? And then the New York Giants or the New York Jets are also fighting for a playoff spot. So Ted, pretty much to say the least, I don't think it's an interesting weekend in the NFL. I think it's just. I don't know. That's why I'm not paying attention. That's why I'm just sharing it across all page I could find. I have way too many pages. Well, you probably should do a better job then. Of well, listen, I'm sharing everything. We're talking. You know, junk. Listen, we're this talking is more... ju- we're talking junk. We're talking junk. <laughs> we're talking junk. Well, we can't say the other word because it's un- inappropriate. We're talking crap. Sense. We're talking crap. But Ted, when you Listen. look at the Giants and Jets, let's we'll we'll specifically to... start with the Giants. All right. I mean, what what to make of the Listen, Giants? It's right not now. what, what we make. It's not what we make of the Giants and Jets. It's what are they going to do for the remainder of the season? Okay. We we. So we started the season. I'm like, all right, let's see how we do. And it wasn't much faith. I was just like, let's try to get to seven wins. All right. Well, we're at seven wins already. We're going to do seven seconds. So we still got five, six games left. What it is, is, is this season going to tumble as fast as it rose? And for me as a Giant fan, because we've lost three of the last four, you know, after a seven and one start or a six and one start. So what what is the Giants going to do for the remainder of the season? And it starts this week. All right. Mm-hmm. We've had more than enough time of rest. I think we have, we'll have 10 days since the last time we played, which was the Thanksgiving. The last yeah. two games, we've kind of gotten taken behind the woodshed and gotten beaten. We know those two teams, especially Dallas, is more talented. I think Detroit's more talented. It's just their defense is not that great. But we're not talking about it. We're not going to talk about the past. We're going to talk about the future because that's what we're leaning for. All right. The Giants get back to the Giant football. I wrote in our recent Instagram post that the Giants have to play perfect football. You spoke about it the other day. Giants have a little margin of error. They don't have the talent on the outside. They don't have the weapons. They don't have the superstars that that can overcome the deficiencies. We have to go back to Giant football. We have to play smart football. We have to run, we have to run the ball with Saquon. We noticed when Saquon was leading the league in rushing, that's when our offense was great. Go look at his stats lately. They have not been great. I think he's rushed for a total of 71 yards in the past two games, maybe a little bit even less. But you could see when he has not rushed for at least a close to 100 yards, this team isn't the same because then you can't run play action. If you take, if you take out, if you, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. If you take out the Texans' 152-yard game against the, the Houston, like I said, Barkley has only gained 114 yards on 46 carries since week eight. So, so, it's not, so it hasn't been productive. Failing so, to reach 55 so yards as well per game. Let's, let's just simplify this for anybody who really watches and who really cares. Giants just have to win. They just have to find a way to win this week against the Commanders. You got to get back on the winning streak because the way I look at this is if you lose, this is like a mudslide, a uh, whatever storm you want to say, a blizzard. But this could go really bad for the Giants real quick. You lose this week. Now it's four out of five. Then you got Philly the week before. And I feel like the confidence level of the fans and the team will start spiraling down. And next thing you know, you can look at losing losing out the rest of the season. Because the matchups do not get any easier. You could say, well, the Colts, the Giants can beat the Colts. Yeah, they can beat the Colts. But they could also lose, too. The Colts are not like it's not like the Giants are that much better than the Colts, okay? And you look at the Colts, and like, they might be more talented than the Giants. They just haven't played, played crap football all year. So, and they believe in the coach that they have right now. That speaks mm-hmm. volume. This is a big pressure weekend for Brian Dable. I think there's more pressure on Brian Dable to get the most out of the Giants this week. It really is. I think if you start Salah, losing. Then Salah? No, I, I, well, I'm just speaking about the Giants as a player. You know, the Giants, Dan Jones, Saquon, the pressure on Dable to get the win. Get Got to get a win. Got to get the vision win, bro. 
You know what I mean? And you got to get the home wins. And then you got Philly. We'll see what happens. But you got to start building the momentum. The Jets, huge weekend, bro. You got to love it. Mike White had a UC's last game last week against the Chicago Bears. This Minnesota defense is soft, weak, and they give up, what, the worst pass defense in all football. I think they give up 8.4 yards per uh, pass, almost 290 mm-hmm. yards pass, and whatever. It doesn't matter. Their defense is garbage. It's soft. It's not the defense that you think of the past couple of years. So this yeah. is a Mike White day. This could be a shootout. This could be a shootout. I, I mean, I don't know really what to make of this. We know the Jets' defense is stellar. they got players on all levels. That defensive line is stacked. Going to mm-hmm. love to see the matchup with Sauce Garner, Justin Jefferson. And, and and here's the funny part. We joke about this, but this is the 1 o'clock window where Kirk Cousins never seems to lose. You know, Mike White, where are they going with him? Does he play well? Does he continue the winning streak? Does the momentum build I think, I that think from, or I Buffalo think from, next season? So, especially with these two games, they're both humi- such meaningful games because I think both fan bases saying, okay, we got to get to at least nine wins to make the playoffs. Let's be honest. Both fan, ba- both fan bases have been anxious, have been antsy because, we, let's be honest, they, both of these franchises at this time of season, at this time of year, I'm really not caring about. Yeah, but we don't want to collapse at the end of the season. I get that. I get that. But we're just answering for getting back to let's let's go to the Giants for a sec. Let's not hope that the Giants are like the Titanic, where everything was starting off epic, everything was beautiful, elegant, everything was riding. Everything was riding high. We were picking up speed. Every we were six and one. The Giants start off six and one, and everybody's stunned. Now we're starting to like. It's starting to teeter right now. We're starting in the in the middle right now. I don't know what's going on to make it, but this weekend is everything to the New York Giants because, like you said, Ted, this schedule does not get any easier. You come back next week. You're home against the Eagles. We already know what the Eagles have been this entire season. Then you come back and play Washington again. Then you play the Colts. Or, no, you play the – yeah, you play the Commanders in two weeks. And then you play the Colts. You play Minnesota. And you finish off with the Philadelphia Eagles. So this this – Season the rest of the way, and like Dable said, the season starts now. He's 100% right. This is playoff football, and this is for all of these matchups. It's not just for the Giants and the Jets. For here on out, every game to teams like this that are in playoff contention, it's playoff football the rest of the way. There's nothing else to be thinking about. It's play your game, be smart, help your team make an impact, and go get to the playoffs. That should be the message. Like, I know it's a week-in, week-out type, day-by-day type league. I get that. But the goal is now, especially the Giants and Jets, two teams that have been awful and have not seen a lot of glory times recently, have not have not had great success in recent times. The goal is playoffs. Just play your game for both teams. Play your game. The Giants, Jets, run the football, defense, play solid coaching. Well, just get just Here, play the, the margin for error football, mistake free football. Play your game, and everything will play out the rest of the way. But See, playoffs, the, playoffs is the goal. I get it. It's a week. Well, you week also want to make believers of all the people. Yes, of the people that doubted you. Okay, the critics. Because yes. when the Giants had a good start to the season, it was like every week. I remember I was like, Trev, get up, ESPN, other. Places they're talking about New York Giant football more than we talk about the Giants and Jets like we've never heard it before. Exactly. So and then people kept down the Giants. They're like, oh, the Giants are, are the Giants for real. They're seven and one. Like, are the Giants really for real? But now yeah. it's like, I told you guys they weren't for real. It was all fake news. Like they really weren't that good. And I get it. I totally get it. You you don't believe in the Giants. A lot of people don't believe in the Giants. 
I believe in the Giants that they're a good enough team to make the playoffs. Are they a good enough team to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. I'm not that stupid. I'm not that crazy. I'm not that dumb. That? You, you sure about that? Of course I'm sure about that. I wouldn't speak it. I'm not drunk. <laughs> he didn't right? think about that. He's like, of course I am. I'm not drunk, bro. I get what I'm saying, bro. Like, I'm a realist. Like, people look at the Giants who are like, they're a garbage team. They're not a garbage team. They're, they're an average team that have overcome some deficiencies. They've played good football. They have not made mistakes. You talked about it, and we did it on one of the other shows. Mistake-free football. Daniel Jones hadn't turned the ball over. What has he done the last couple of weeks? It picks uh, interceptions. What has Saquon not been able to do the past couple of weeks? Run the football. Here's one positive. We're going to get our right tackle back, Evan Neal. We're going to get our center back, Feliciano. We're going to get some other pieces, hopefully on the defense. Hopefully the 10 days of rest got the Giants to refresh their minds and brains and bodies, and we come out strong against the Commanders. This is going to be a tough matchup. Commanders, I believe, are six and one in their last seven games. Heineke's mm-hmm. playing good football. He's been lucky, and I think they're and they're only one Sometimes loss. Got to get their a only loss in the world. was to Minnesota, and they had Minnesota beaten for most of the game. Excuse yeah. me. And here and here's the other thing: Giants' greatest strength is the Washington's greatest strength. If I said that right, Giants' greatest strength is the Washington's greatest strength. Like when I said a couple need, minutes ago, are you sure you're not a little uh, out there? I maybe I need to smoke something or drink. I don't know what the hell's wrong. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is not wrong. Every time I'm sober, I do something. I just speak stupid. <laughs> Washington's got a great front seven. The Giants are trying to run the football. Plain and simple. They got to yeah. run the football, but that's what Washington does really well. They got four first rounds, and here's the other thing. Chase Young comes back. After being out since week 10 last year when he tore his ACL, he's supposed to play this week. Oh, great. Andrew Thomas will be waiting. Andrew Thomas will be waiting. So so hopefully the Giants are ready to play. Hopefully, I sent you something on Instagram. Hopefully, Darius Slayton will be able to play. He was out of practice today because of illness. Like I said on the the story, I got some eligibility left. I'll catch a couple passes. I mean, honestly, someone's got to catch a pass. I mean, I don't. That's what kills me about the Giants. Just we don't have any weapons on the outside. When a league is made for weapons, but listen, it's an exciting weekend for Giant fans. It's a must yeah. win. I for me, it's must win for the Giants. I think it's a must win for yeah. both teams. I, I, I think it's. I absolutely I agree with you on that. For the Jets, I'm in for the Giants and the Jets, but I'm not slacking on the Jets to think that their win is not uh, important because you look at that conference. The Chargers are right there. I know the Patriots lost last year. Last year, last week, last night. Get it together, Ted. But they have the two wins over the Jets. So if it does come down to a tiebreaker, they'll have that. And you listen, I don't know what's going to happen with the Browns with Deshaun Watson back. Do the Raiders make a stretch run? I mean, you look at the schedule, kind of has some opening for some wins. So I, I don't know what to make of the AFC. So all I, mean, I know is that AFC is incredible right now. It's it's listen, great to watch. It's great to watch. Oh I mean, yeah, I mean, that, listen, this is the parody in the NFL is. It's crazy. funny because you look at we're going to talk about it down the line. You're going to see the quarterback matchups. The the start. The, just look at the AFC quarterbacks, and then you're going to see the NFC quarterbacks. I look, have, I look at the two. You're games gonna, I mean, there's I a realist. There's a there's a realistic do you possibility. Not think that all four quarterbacks in these games all have like similar traits and what, like seem the same. Like, doesn't Kirk Cousins, Mike White, Daniel Jones, Tyler Heineke all seem like the same guy? Yeah, they're above average, below average type quarterbacks. They're the Kirk are, Cousins, Mendoza. They're, like, they're like yeah, they're like journeyman type guys too that are gonna they're gonna play hard, but. I, Man, did and they get you to a Super Bowl? I don't, I don't know. I don't, Trevin, I don't, and here's so. the other thing. I think especially for the Giants and Jets, and, and, and definitely for Washington too because it has to be a consideration. Those three teams I just mentioned, all three quarterbacks are playing for their jobs and futures because if Mike White wins and then, I listen, they play Buffalo, who knows what's going to happen, but 
He's but that's why it's another big deal for the Jets, too, because they're still in the running for an AFC East title. Oh, yeah. Like the, like the Giants are not going to win the NFC East. I mean, Dallas realistically has an opportunity, too, unless Philly collapses. But the AFC East is still up for grabs. I mean, the Dolphins have a huge, huge game this weekend. Well, the Probably Jets the biggest be Miami and the Bills, so. Yes, that's what I'm saying. If you can win this game, you're 8-4. and four, You're only one game behind possible both teams, or you're even tied. You'd be in second place because you have the head-to-head against the Dolphins. So when you look at both of these teams right now, yes, it's been a quite surprise. It's been a, it's been awesome to know, to see every week that these two teams are still battling in December. But all of that from September to November is over with. It's a clean slate for all of these games. It's a clean slate. Your season is 0-0, zero and zero, just like it's the playoffs, because it is playoff time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, oh, there's still six weeks left. This is playoff football. If anybody, if, if you're a real smart football fan, not these idiotic fans that we so-called call nowadays, if you're a real football fan, anybody that knows the game of football, especially in the NFL, December football is where everything starts. It's not January. It's not January. And, yeah, you make the money too, but it's not in January. January is just when everybody officially, you get your bracket, you get your tournament. But from that December – to the end of January, to the end of December, early January, that's when it matters most. This is playoff football because every game could be a make or break. The New York Giants and the New York Jets are kind of like the Titanic right now. Everything has been glorious. Everything has been perfect, it seems like, but they've had some rough patches. Can they not sink and have an epic collapse? We will see what happens in both of these games because I cannot wait to see. I mean, it's it's, it's incredible. One o'clock, the four o'clock games, oh, even the Monday night game. And we're not talking a lot about the Monday night game because it's just it's not mean it's not meaningful to us. But just the Monday night game has huge stakes for it. The Bucks trying to win the NFC South. Somebody in the NFC South is going to win the division. But we're not talking about that Monday night football game. There is a hell of a lot of other games to talk about this weekend. And I'm like I said earlier in the show. It doesn't have to be a game versus a team versus team. It could be a head coach versus head coach. It could be a receiver versus a corner. It could be the rushing attack of a Tennessee Titans versus the, the pitiful, let's be honest, not very impressive Eagles rush defense. I mean, there are so many matchups. You get the quarterback, quarterback of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Ted, when you just look at the slate of games, starting at 1 o'clock between the Giants, Commanders, Jets, Vikings, Eagles, Titans, and then you go to the 430 games. The Dolphins, everybody that's, I mean, this is the team that everybody thinks could be the dark horse, could be the Cincinnati Bengals of this year. Well, this is the opportunity to prove those people, right? Or prove the people like me that still are saying, time will tell on the Dolphins, can shut them up with a huge win, or is it the AFC title rematch? Uh, me, it's Miami, San Francisco, and it's it's a really easy one. Listen, I'm excited for the Cincinnati Chiefs. How could I not be? Mm-hmm. I think other than the Bills, those are the two best teams in the AFC. I think they're the most dangerous team, especially yeah. Cincinnati, now that they're getting Jamar Chase back. And once they get Joe Mixon back, I mean, that offense. Mixon's going to play The last couple of weeks with Chase being out, excuse me, uh, Burrow was able to build so much chemistry with T. Higgins. And now with Chase back, listen, one of the five best receivers in all football. That team is stacked and ready to go. And I think for a lot of fans, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think I had Chase in my top five last week when I talked. He's about top it. five. He's top five. Um, I'm not saying so, but I'm five, but I'm not four, not three, <laughs> not two, but I am saying I'm one. So, so I mean, so here's the thing. I mean, there's multiple things. First, it's Mike McDaniel's coming back. 
Offense yeah. coordinator last year for Miami, uh, for San Francisco. He's back in San Francisco. He took a lot of coaches. He took some players too from that San Francisco team. Dragged them yeah. over to Miami. We've seen the difference. Of what Miami is, you got. He, he, I think let's just have the conversation quick with this. I think we both think Miami's really good. I think we think their offense is really good. I'd probably only I think maybe the defense is pretty good. I, too. I, where would you rank their offense? Like in your head, where like the Chiefs, Bengals. Eagles top, top three. Okay. They're top they're top three offense three right offense. now. Yes. Right. I question. told you last night. I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't put the Bengals there yet. I would still put them right outside the top five, but you can't take out the Chiefs. The Bills who gotta know, be in the conversation. Over the Bengals. The Chiefs. Bills, the Chiefs, Eagles. Okay. That's it. Well, that would be well, my well, that would be my four. That would be my that, top that, five well, offense. That would be my so top they, five offense. In no, in no particular order, my top but, five but, but offense. You're, but I'm, you're saying Bengals at five, then? My top no, but in no particular order. Well, it doesn't matter. But you're saying Bengals are five. You said outside the five. Yeah. You said outside of five. That's five. Bengals are now five. Well, well I'm saying they're five. Miami. Like, in Bill. no particular. Yes, in no particular order. Those would be the teams that okay. I would say have. I mean, yes. How could you not? All right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right now, Miami's offense ranks six in points, third in yards per game, second in passing, and. Their one deficiency is rushing. They're 28th in rushing with 94.8 yards of care. Yeah. Here's the thing. We know Mike McDaniels is a coach. We can see it. It's something we've seen with Dable. He's taken Tua and Dable's taken Daniel Jones, and they've turned him into very viable quarterbacks. And Tua at the point is looking like an MVP candidate. He's elevated to a I would MVP put him at third guy. in the MVP race, only behind Mahomes and Allen. Um, yeah, Mahomes and Allen. Hurts. Oh, Hurts, excuse me. I told you I would put two a third, Allen fourth, and Hurts and Mahomes one and two. Yeah. But you look at Miami's past few weeks, they're kind of beaten up on the lower echelon teams, teams that are really not that good. But that's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do when you're a good team. You beat up on the – but this is going to be a real test, the real test for the Miami Dolphins because of the physicality that San Francisco plays not only offensively but defensively their coaching mentality. You want to see mm-hmm. all those weapons, McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle versus that Miami defense, who could be a little weak. You want to see if Jimmy G can maintain that offense efficiency because I – And that's the biggest thing. You just said it, the physicality. How how physical are you? And the Dolphins – Well, is Joey, Bo- Joe, Nick, Bozer, uh, Nick Bozer just won player of the month, defensive player of the month in the NFC. All right? And but when it comes to postseason time, we know that it's about winning, winning in the trenches, running the football, and coaching. Well, and the 49ers and the 49ers do all of those at a high level. Well, their defense, they're first in yard, uh, points per game, 15.7. First in yards per game at 281. So, I mean, listen, you give up less than 200 yards a game in the NFL. That's great. They're <laughs> yeah. 11th in the pass with 202, and they're number one in the rush. So, the thing that the Miami does – doesn't do well in rushing is my San Francisco's number one asset. Stop the run. But really who cares? Because it's going to be that pass defense of San Francisco versus Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and the two up. And that's the matchup I'm looking forward to really more so. And it's nothing against the Cincinnati Chiefs because I look at that as probably the conference championship again. The thing for me is, I look at Cincinnati Bills and the Chiefs at like this tier. You know how Colin and other guys, they do the tiers, right? There's my tier. Those are my three teams at tier one. That next tier is the Miamis, the Baltimores, you know, maybe Tennessee, you know, and maybe someone else that I'm not thinking of, but it doesn't really matter. 
the problem is you got to get to tier one. You got to be able to beat the big teams. Tua and the Miami Dolphins start this week improving to other people and fans and to themselves that they are good enough to beat the upper echelon teams, to compete against the best teams because guess what? It's not at home in Miami. It's not 90 degrees. You don't have the environment to your thing. You're on the road. You're in San Francisco. Could be windy. Could be bad weather. Could be a little rainy. It's supposed to be bad weather. Really? So that's going to be a real test because I think when you and me talk off script, you're always like, Ted, I don't know if I trust Chua. I don't know. No, I'll say it right. I'll say it right. They've on, never been in. The, they've never look, been I'll, in a big game. So look, Miami. When's the last time they played in a look, big I don't need to, game? I so don't need it, to it's been a while. The, so it's a prove it game for me. I don't and, need to say off and script. I, and, and, and here's the thing: they could lose and prove a lot to me. If they win, they'll prove even more. But listen, it's how you compete. How do I they? Need, I don't need they to they say off. Out? Do they look like a team that goes to San Francisco and gets beat up and run off the field? And you're like, well. Trevor goes, Ted, I told you, great team against bad teams, can run up the score, but when they play a real tough team, look the past two times that we look the past two times that Tua has had an opportunity to get to the playoffs was against the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. And he's looking he, he, he is undefeated looked, this and, season. And he hasn't looked and he hasn't looked good at all in those games. Now I know this is a different year. You got Tyreek Hill. But yeah, I'll say it on script in front of camera too. I don't trust Tua. Like, I just don't. I know he's been fascinating this year. He's been phenomenal. He's been great. Mike McDaniels, a huge shout-out to him. A great hire, it seems like, so far. A home-run hire for the Miami Dolphins. But I do not buy into Tua yet. If he goes into San Fran and wins this game and they play the way they've been playing offensively where they're lighting it up on the scoreboard and he's dinking and dunking and getting his players out in space, Waddle, Kaseki, uh, Cedric Wilson, Tyreek Hill, you get those guys, Mostert, Jeff Wilson, if you get them the ball and let them do their thing, then okay, you can oh shut God. me up. I didn't you realize sh- how many guys are on Miami from San you Francisco. Can, wow. You can shut me up. That's fine. But I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I said it off. I'll say it on camera. I don't trust Tua. It's time for him to grow up in a, in a big boy type game and be the man that we've been, people have been glamoring about you. So it's time to put up a shut up for you. I mean, these matchups, all in all, I'll just give you a little quick little tidbit, little notes about each matchup quick. The Eagles have allowed 525 yards, 131.5 per game over the last four games on the ground, ranks 23rd. So you get you get Derrick Henry, the best running back in possible football, going against that sluggish defensive line. We'll see how that happens. Vikings could win the division with a win or a Lions tie or a loss. That could be the third title in 13 seasons. The Jets could have eight wins, which would be the most through 12 games since 2010. Just think about this situation for both the Giants and Jets. 49ers have allowed a league low 46 off explosive plays this season. So for when we think of explosive plays, the top team will come right to mind. It's the Miami, Miami. Dolphins. Yeah, and yeah. then Mahomes has never lost three games to the same opponent. He's already one and two against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Just Wait, some did he lose little... three times to the Bills? No. Yeah, he has. He's only lost twice. He's only lost twice. He's only lost twice. But to the Bills. He's only lost twice. But that's the thing. That just quick little notes about each little game. You just look at all these matchups. It could be any type of matchup. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing really the best receiver in football versus possibly maybe. The best corner in football this season, and Sauce Gardner. I put him second. I mean, he's been he's been ever. I mean, he's been 
He's been sauce. He's been sauce. He's been as no, great he's as been they saucy. Can. He got, he's been, got, he can't be sauce. He's got to be saucy. And he's been. I guess so. He's been shutting people down, and you're gonna go against the best of the best in this game. I mean, the Giants or Commanders. It's a, it's an NFC's rivalry. Huge stakes in this game. If if this team wins, there's a good chance eighty percent of the eighty percent one of these teams is gonna make the playoffs. The not, number one but, pick versus the number two picker this week. Aiden yeah, Hutchins that's another thing. Back to the Jaguars for Trayvon Walker versus Aiden Hutchinson. Both guys have been performing. You get Watson going back to Houston against the Houston oh, Texans. Yeah, bro, big game. I mean, I'm really looking forward to. I mean, you get Tennessee against the Eagles, a huge game. AJ Brown going against his fourth yeah, team. You think he has some, a huge game? Probably. Think he super kicks him? I think. I think Traylon Burks has been playing very well too. But well, I mean, I, I'm loving this Kansas City Chiefs well, versus. Considering this. the past couple of weeks have been kind of not that mediocre, exciting, mediocre, yeah, mediocre football games. I mean. The four o'clock window, the two. Yeah, days. you get you get a you get a, football fans get a special treat this weekend for just if you're a college football fan and you're an NFL fan, you get a real special treat starting tonight. I mean, this is every football fan's dream. You just get straight through until Monday night at eleven thirty that you just get prime time games, massive stakes. I love this Chiefs and Bengals game because I know Ted's been rolling over Joe Burrow and this Bengals team. And this, well, guess what? They've had the hand, hot hand last year against them, beat them in Cincinnati, beat them in the AFC title game. Now they're going to get another chance to beat them at home. But this Chiefs team just continuously finds ways. Yes, they lose Tyreek Hill, but they continuously look great offensively. They look like they haven't missed a beat. Travis Kelsey, and what else do you have to say about him? I mean, he's going to go down as probably the greatest tight end in the history of the NFL if he continues this trajectory. And then Patrick Mahomes is just Patrick Mahomes. So, like, this matchup, something's got to give. Jo- Joe Burrow has been everything that the Cincinnati Bengals have been at that hope for. Listen, get, your, get your popcorn ready, as T.O. said, because I think you're going to have an explosive game. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at this game 35-32. High score and a fear. Chase went off last year. What do you have, 200 and, like, 25? Yeah, this was the game that Jamar Chase had, like, 200. Yeah, he got me, like, 50 points in fantasy last year. It was awesome. Three yeah, this was the, this was the game. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow's got that moxie, man. I, I'll tell you, Joe Burrow, there's one other court, one guy. I we really could be looking him. at the next great NFL NFL quarterback rivalry in this game with, the, with also Mahomes and Allen. I mean, you're really going to have an AFC conference of those three guys for the next 10 to 12 years, as well as see what happens with Lamar in future moving on with him, if he's going to be Baltimore and then Justin Herbert, if the Chargers could just figure out their coach. I mean, the quarterback situation, in the AFC, the rivalries that are going to go and prolong throughout their, their careers is going to be incredible for the next 10 to 12 years. I the can't NFC wait to see. The NFC is wide open with quarterback. The NFC. Yeah. The, the NFC. Both conferences, guys, both, both, conferences, guys. both conferences are wide open this year. But you just look at the quarterback from matchups in the AFC that could happen in the playoffs, and then you look at the NF- NFC conference matchups. I mean, you're gonna have Jalen Hurts. You're gonna have Jalen Hurts. You're gonna have uh, Tom Brady possibly. Maybe Marcus Mariota in there. I don't know what's gonna happen with that NFC South. You're gonna have Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Taylor Heineke, possibly Geno Smith or Daniel Jones. I mean, that NFC quarterback matchup ain't gonna be pretty. Ain't much better in here, kid. <laughs> ain't much better in there, kid. But seriously, I mean, you look about at... two different levels of quarterback competition. Look yeah. at the AFC with Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Tua, Tannehill, Herbert. I mean, you just you. I mean, 
if they ever Watson's got hot, if they ever Watson's got, coming, Watson's coming Watson's back this coming week. Back, I mean, you just you, whoo, and then you look at the NFC, you're like, okay, I get it. Hurts has been great this season. MVP candidate could win the MVP. See how much you buy into him. See how they, Jack, eh. you know, what I mean, like Kyle Murray, eh. <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like drinking flat soda. You know what I mean? It's soda, but it's you know that they took the bubbles out. Matthew Stafford's old; he's hurt. He'll come back next year, but I think he. He kind of, you know, he kind of rolled the roller coaster last year, and he's, I think he's on a downward slope. Aaron Rodgers, we know he's done. Brady's done. So, I mean, we got Justin Fields, but he's young, and the Bears have no offensive weapons. The Giants have no quarterback. The Eagles, I mean, the rest of the Do you you remember the year that it was? um, South is absolutely garbage. Do you remember when the the conference titles weekend was? was Brady versus Bortles and Case Keenum versus Nick Foles? Do you remember that yeah. quarterback, Matt? Do you remember yeah, that you did a thing guy? like, could you imagine this? One one goat versus three sheep. Like that's really, <laughs> like that's like honestly, bro. Like I mean, the NFC is just garbage. Like all the quarterbacks, like the the NFC South quarterbacks are all garbage. Like Brady, I love Brady at this point, but he's I mean he's he's half of what he's a half a man what he used to be. The rest of the quarterbacks are garbage. Mariota, Mayfield, and who's who doesn't matter. Winston, Dawn, go take a shovel and bury yourself alive because you stink. You stink. I mean, I mean, honestly, you you stink. Kyle Murray's more worried about playing video games and getting into it with Patrick Peterson. You know, Geno Smith. I mean, honestly, I think it's a one-hit wonder. He ain't going to be the future of Seattle. They're going to be drafting a quarterback for the future. I will so, say. I mean, like, I mean, Jimmy G is. Listen, as much as we love Jimmy G, let's be honest, folks. Jimmy G ain't a top 10 quarterback. Jimmy G's got one of the best teams in all football. I mean, you want to stack that team from the D-line, tight ends, receivers, now Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's like a joke. It's like me in old days in Madden when I used to trick the trade computer assist off and I could just make trades like Randy Moss for the backup tight end. Just yeah, that was, yeah, that was BS. Back you in day, you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got Randy Moss, T.O., Barry Sanders. Yeah, that's, like that's, not, that's, not, that's not right. Like 50 points, and you're like, Ted, you're cheating. You're yeah, that's not right. Like, yeah, you know, I made the trade. You're like, yeah, but who'd you trade? I'm like, yeah, you know, the backup tight ends. <laughs> yeah, he's like 61 overall. I'm like, but like Jimmy G, like, do you still trust in Jimmy G? That's another thing. Like, do we trust in Jimmy G? I mean, you're gonna see, you're gonna see. Uh, this is gonna be a huge sign. Like, if, if they have to score a touchdown with less than two minutes, is Jimmy G good enough to lead the 49ers? Is two. I trust him with that offense and the coach. They haven't played a defense like this. The last time they played a defense, they put up 30 points like that, and that was the Bills. I would take the 49ers defense. They're the best defense in football right Has now. Has Miami played New England yet? No, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I don't think so. But this is the best of it. This is the best uh, defense in football. With like, oh, yeah, of course it is. With, with, Dallas, with Dallas right there. Their, but their, this their is... only slight weakness is in their secondary. But their yeah, front well, seven is. I mean, like I said. Like yeah. That, that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, this is going to be a huge sign for all of these matchups. You got the Titans and, ta- and Titans against the Eagles. What to make of that rush defense of the Eagles against Derrick Henry. The Giants and Commanders, a rivalry that's coming back, it seems like, as the Giants are fighting for their playoff lives, just like the Commanders as well. Jets, same situation, going into a hostile environment against a team that could be 10-2. The Minnesota Vikings, we can have the first team, we can have the, we can have the first team that could clinch the division after this weekend in the Minnesota Vikings. And then you got the two mega matchups at 430. I mean, what what more can you ask for as a football team? Miami beat New England the first week of the season. Remember, New England's offense was, like, absolutely pitiful. They beat them 27. That was week one. So I have – 
But here's, a, oh, here's yeah. the other thing. And, yeah. and we talked about this with the Jets and the Giants and uh, why this week seems to be pivotal. Week 13 seems to be so much more pivotal. Is you look at the Miami schedule. It's at the 49ers this week. Then at the Chargers next week. Then at the Bills. Yeah, they're on the okay. road. This is, yeah. Three straight road games. All right. Then it's home against the Packers. And I get it. Maybe Jordan Love would be playing by there. Then at the Patriots in January, New Year's Day, which, mm-hmm. listen, I don't know what to make of that, but it's still going to be cold. It could be snowing. Who knows what the Patriots are playing for? And then the last game of the season against the Jets. So every single game right now for Miami is so pivotal. And for any team that's in playoff contention, it's so pivotal because there is so many, there is such a close knit of teams, especially in that AFC where. You know, like you said, the Jets win this week. God forbid Miami loses. You're talking about the Jets and next week with the Bills playing for first place. I mean, the difference between first and fourth place is, you know, a game. And especially like you, as much as we're not talking about it, the Saints and, excuse me, the Bucks game, the Saints win. They're only half a game out of the first place. So, I mean, anything is possible with, with this league right now. There is no division other than Minnesota. Let me think. That's a runaway, right? I don't think, AFC, I don't think, AFC, I don't even, I'd say the oh, AFC, AFC, West. AFC West. AFC West. I mean, unless the Chargers got really hot, the Chiefs tank, but that's not happening. The Chiefs are way too good. Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. So, you know, that's not going to happen. Well, we will see this weekend because, hell, it's, like I said, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a proven it's weekend. It's it, for a lot of us fans. No, it's a sta- it's, I think it's a statement weekend. I think this is a statement slash star-studded affair yeah, type weekend like for the Michigan NFL. This is like Michigan Wolverines versus Ohio State Buckeyes. Can you win on the road and beat Ryan Day and the Buckeyes on a 50-degree weather, beautiful, with no excuses, and without their best running back? And they not only went in, they spanked that Ohio State. It shouldn't be the Ohio State no more. It should just be Ohio State. It shouldn't be the Ohio State because the last two years got <laughs> Take out the broom. It's just mopping out the dirt right outside the door. Singing the fight song, planting the flag right in the big circle. I mean, as a Ohio State fan, you got to be like, honestly, devastated. I mean, the last two years, I mean, did you even finish watching the game this year? I mean, it's got to be awful. I mean, their best <laughs> running back, Blake Corum, out. Don't worry, put the backup in. He'll run for 225 yards, 5,000 touchdowns. Gave up what? Three plays of 70 plus yards. It hasn't been. I tell you, CJ Stroud, I thought he'd win a Heisman. Nope. He's going to finish third. Let's just say that it hasn't been a good year for the teams that I don't like that have been winning. Baseball, Houston Astros won. College football, Michigan. I think Michigan could win the whole effing thing. I hope to God they don't. And then this NFC, and then this NFL season. Dallas. Dallas or Philly. Oh my God. That'd be a mess. What you had to throw the Ohio State thing? Oh, and the Lakers stink too. God, Lakers! You're they giant. got my boy. T- they got my boy Tatum, the best player in the world. I'm killing it. So. God, you might have to become a Celtics fan, bro. No, I'm a Jason Tatum fan. You're switch I'm over, a, bro. No, I'm never gonna be a Boston fan. I'm a Jason Tatum fan. That's the that's the best player in the world. That's my favorite player. So I'm I'm not a Celtics fan. I'm a Jason you're, Tatum fan. You're losing it, bro. <laughs> you had to throw in the Ohio State thing, huh? You want to do a little predictions, like who you think are gonna win? No, I should cut you off after you lose. Oh, we Ohio did our State. predictions. Oh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one guy made a great comment because you guys took the whole right side, except for you. You took the left side a little on two of them, right? Yeah, I pick, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You picked the Jets. I think Minnesota's yeah. going to win. It's a one o'clock window. It sets up perfectly. Okay. 
Let's see. What do we got? We both, picked, so, the, we both picked the Giants, obviously. Well, of course, I'm not. Which is the first time? Well, you you've picked against the Giants this year, so I'm surprised. Well, you didn't I was pick. I was thinking the opposite. Always okay. do the opposite. Great. Now, Philly, I just think they're too talented to beat the Titans. I don't think they have the weapon. I think we both game. had Philly. Yeah, I think we both had Brown Philly. has a big game. Tell me a better I think Derrick Henry has a big game too. I just think Jalen Hurts and their offense they score like thirty points. Well, you know what? The Titans' defense. See, this is where like what you think you know. And then after yeah. week, we'll look back Monday. Like, oh, with the way the season's been playing out, like there's been games that you're like, wait, how did that team win? I would be shocked. I would be shocked if the Titans won and held the Eagles down. They got a great defense. They held Mahomes in that Kansas City. We're both defense. on San Fran. We're both on San Fran and Kansas City. No, I'm on the Bengals. Oh yeah, I forgot. I got Mr. Bengal guy over here. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should just be a Bengal fan. Joe Mixon, bro. <laughs> Joe Mixon. What about Joe Burrow? That's what I was going with, but I just said, <laughs> you said Joe Mixon. I'm like, wait, you meant to say Joe Joe Burrow, I oh, hope, bro. right? Flash Joe, bro. Joey Flash. Joey, Joey, Joey Chain. Joey Chain. Joey, 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 Joey Burrow gonna be rocking it this weekend, bro. We got the it's, I mean it's going to Chase be a and Higgins, bro. <laughs> Higgins, I mean, Higgins. I mean, it's listen, gonna be a so, so here's the thing. weekend. I was thinking about this because I was talking to Pat last time, like. You know, it's like your threesome. Like, you know, what's your triplets of things? Like Joe Burrow, Chase, and Higgins. Would you put like Higgins over Mixon, or would you go Mixon, Chase, and Burrow? Or would you go Chase, Higgins, Burrow? And why don't you just what, do four? Why don't you just do four? Why would you do four? Just do three because it's hard to find. It's hard to find a foursome. Like Chiefs would be Kelsey. What Kelsey? Kelsey Holden, Mahomes is good enough for everything. And and Juju. I guess. Um, I, don't know. I mean, I, I mean, you look at not many people have what the Cincinnati Bengals have a, a, a quarterback that's an elite at, at an elite level, playing at an elite level. The running back situation, Joe Mixon is a top 10 running back. And then you got Chase and Higgins, who well, are, we already know. We already know how great Jamar Chase is. D Higgins, like D Higgins doesn't get enough credit that he should because he's a stud just as well. Just like but Chase. With the Eagles, so, I mean, Dallas Codier when he was healthy, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, Miles A.J. Brown. That's, AJ, a nice, no, that's a good That's a good four. That's a nice three or three, four. Some. How about Minnesota? Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook Jefferson, and <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what listen, Sam, I mean what about, listen, if you don't. Hold on. What about San Fran? Yeah, just cut the quarterback out. Debo, Kittle, and McCaffrey. We'll just run the Wildcat. And Ayuk. No, we don't. Ayuk's good, man. Where's your credit? Okay. Ayuk's not bad. He's not bad. What about what about um Miami? That's what I was. Th- that's where the other one, Tua, Waddle, and Hurt. I'm in Hill. Who would be their fourth? Be Jeff Wilson. I don't know. Right, Raheem Mozart. I think maybe is their starter. Gasecki. Gasecki got to finish out, figure out how to do the gritty or something because he's already. Don't do no. For God's sakes, don't let you. <laughs> we don't need that. To now where we whip. I'm done. This is, <laughs> but yes, it's a, it's going to be a amazing. It's going to be a great weekend. Just the overall, just a fun weekend. Yeah, I can't a wait weekend. for Sean Watson to throw for 500 yards. I hope he gets annihilated. I actually think I actually think the Browns try to run the ball a lot and play solid defense. Don't give anything kind of like a conservative offense game plan just to protect. No, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go right after that defense. It's a bad defense. I think if Watson's is, I think Chubb, we, Chubb's gonna get some. Big if games. Watson, what we proclaim him to be, which is a a, a very yeah, he hasn't played football in two, two years, yeah. bro. He's gonna have a bad game. They're gonna lose. I bet. Watch. No, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. See what happens. But yes, it starts tonight in the pack. 
What, Houston against Cleveland? No. Oh, now you want to bet me. So when I ask you for a bet, you say no. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Huh? What do you want to bet? Super Bowl. <laughs> what do you mean Super Bowl? You come here or I go there. You are coming down here no matter what. I'm not making no bet. Dad's already talking to the cousins. He's trying to figure out the game plan. I told them how much the hotels and everything were. So. Something is brewing in Florida. Yeah. For Super Bowl Sunday. I'm just brewing in Florida. But we said, he said, oh, well, I told him I would stay in Delray. He goes, I don't need to stay in Delray Beach. I go, don't you want to be close to your son? He goes, I want to be my cousins. I'm like, you make him drive. He's got, he's got to work. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, all right. Priorities. Priorities. I'm, I'm last said, on the priorities. You, know, you know, mom ain't spending $1,500 for a week in a hotel. He goes, well, maybe they'll let me stay in. I go, yeah, maybe let someone will let you stay it's in. Like, it's like Uncle Frank in a Home Alone. It wasn't, it wasn't too, it wasn't this bad on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to spoil your vacation. Mr. Well, we don't want to spoil your vacation, Mr. Cheapskate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it starts tonight in the Pac-12, Utah versus USC. We could get our first official team get their ticket punched into the college football playoff with the USC Trojans. Win, and they're in. And then tomorrow at 12 o'clock, you get the Big 12. We know that Michigan and Georgia should take care of business. But TCU and USC, we'll see what happens come tomorrow at about 3.30. Let's hope for one of them to lose. Please. But then the NFL season continues to be ruckus, hectic, chaotic this weekend. I guess you can only ask for the same. Exciting works too. Should be a hell of a weekend in the football world. We are Keys of the City. We'll see you in the next episode. We are out.